Hello and welcome to Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I'm one half of your host, Sam Cabrera-Dixon. And I'm Sammy Skorstad. Together we have combed through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead by Emily Austin. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. Emily Austin, she, her, is the author of Everyone in This Room Will Someday Be Dead, which was published in 2021 by Atria Books, Simon & Schuster Canada, and Atlantic Books. Everyone in This Room was longlisted for the Stephen Leacock Memorial Medal for Humor, a finalist for the Ottawa book awards and shortlisted for the amazon first novel award her second novel interesting facts about space and her first book of poetry gay girl prayers are coming soon okay i'm excited about that um emily was born in saint thomas ontario canada she earned her ba in english language and literature and religious studies at king's university college and her ma in library and information science at western university she has a background in libraries teaching and working as an information information architect she currently resides in ottawa the territory of the anashinaabe algonquin nation before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book i'm going to go ahead and read through the hi yoda read through the blurb on the back (laughs) of the book for the sake of contextualizing it um Gilda, a 20-something lesbian, cannot stop ruminating about death. Desperate for relief from her panicky mind and alienated from her repressive family, she responds to a flyer for free therapy at a local Catholic church and finds herself being greeted by Father Jeff, who assumes she's there for a job interview. Too embarrassed to correct him, Gilda is abruptly hired to replace the recently deceased receptionist, Grace. In between trying to memorize the lines to Catholic Mass, hiding the fact that she has a new girlfriend, and erecting a dirty dish tower in her crumbling (laughs) apartment, Gilda strikes up an email correspondence with Grace's old friend. She can't bear to ignore the kindly old woman who has been trying to reach her friend through the church inbox, but she also can't bring herself to break the bad news. Desperate, she begins impersonating Grace via email, but when the police discover suspicious circumstances surrounding Grace's death, Gilda might have to finally reveal the truth of her mortifying existence. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Okay, let's run through trigger warnings real quick. Mm -hmm. Trigger warning. Oh, you want to go? Yeah, I'll do it. Ableism, animal death, anxiety, attempted suicide, homophobia, panic attacks, self-harm, suicide ideation, suicide mentioned off-page. So you read this first. Uh-huh. Um, five months ago. Five months ago. <laughs> I was just, I was going through the bookmarks on Scribed or Scribbed, mm-hmm. and I was, it's, it was like the most recent ones, and then five months ago. So I think I listened to it over the summer. It must have been right before yeah. I went. To yeah, Europe. you did. You did. Yeah. I recall when you did that. And I thought this book, I was going on my hot girl walks, and I was laughing out loud. And I've just like that. I think it made my top 10 of last year. Yeah. I really enjoyed this book and I've been pushing for you to read it. Okay. Uh, Tell me, tell me your thoughts. So because you told me that when you were on your hot girl walks, you were laughing at it. I thought this was going to be a funny book. It is a funny book. But it wasn't. It it's so dark. I mean, it is funny, but I was like, oh, not funny. <laughs> funny, depressing. Like- yeah. But it, it was, 
the Stephen Leacock Memorial Medal for humor. Like it literally got. No, I know, but I guess I was. I guess I was not thinking it was going to be so dark. Oh yeah, like it was dark dark humor. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But I was like, oh, this is going to be a silly little read, and then I was like, oh, I'm fucking depressed. (laughs) Sorry. But in a good way, in a good way. I just had to switch my perspective. I okay. think um, had I read the blurb, a lot of it would have made more sense to me. Okay, um, that's fair. Because I thought it was just like a silly little, not silly, but you know, like a little Gilda's finding herself kind of thing. And then when it started to tie in like uh, the murder at her stuff. actually getting like brought into the police <laughs> to be investigated for Grace's death, I was like, whoa, we've taken a turn. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, but that's on me for not reading the blurb because I was just like, oh, we're having this little, you know, finding yourself in your 20s thing. And then it's like, and now you might be wanted for murder. As well. Yeah. <laughs> and I love, I, I just have to say, like, I love her moment of like, maybe I did kill Grace. I know. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to know if I did or not? And like, I just like the existentialism, yeah. the like, mm-hmm what even is like what are hands there's a skeleton in my body right yeah now. Uh-huh. like the way that her thoughts so quickly unravel mm-hmm. and turn into or like and also like the way she gets so overwhelmed about other people's emotions yeah. and starts crying and like yeah. has to leave because somebody else might be sad and <laughs> like there are just so many things where like I felt like if I I feel like if I wasn't a well-adjusted human this is exactly what i would look like yeah if i wasn't used to masking 24 7 exactly this would be my this reality (laughs) because like i have these thought processes but then i have enough like no 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 it's okay it's okay or hey hey, snap out of it (laughs) snap out of it we're good we're good it's okay um like one of the first things it was right after she gets like so in the beginning she gets in a car accident which was so fucking funny she gets in a car accident her arm's broken and but she's like if i open my eyes i'm gonna cry so the ladies like who hit her is like banging (laughs) on her window and she's like oh my god she's dead her eyes are closed and she's like no but if i open my eyes i'm gonna cry so she just like kept keeping her eyes closed and (laughs) It's just so funny. And then she gets her cast. Everyone in the hospital knows her because. Oh my God. Because she always goes in for anxiety. Yeah. But she's like, no, I think something else is like, she's like, it might just be anxiety. But at first it's like something else is wrong. Like, this is how I feel. Yeah. What's the difference between a heart attack and a this? Like, what would feel different? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, but she gets on the bus afterwards because her car is totaled. Yeah. And an old man, Yoda, I swear to God. Hang on. She wants back in. She was demanding to leave, and now she wants back in. She has hate closed doors. I'm also surrounded by cats at the moment. Mohammed is touching my feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that tinkling in the background, yep, yep. but that's Jonesy in the sink trying to see if he likes this half of a glass of soda water. That's oh, how fun! Mm-hmm. Yoda, come here. Come on. Is that your vibe, buddy? Maybe. What did you do to your ear, Yoda? What did what, she do to her ear? She has a scab and she keeps scratching it and it won't heal. <laughs> Refucking tweet. Bro. I know. Story of my motherfucking life. Bro. <laughs> Bloody. She's, wait, she's just like mommy. <laughs> I know. Just stop. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, that was 
Oh, thank um, you, Yoda, for typing nine 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 oh. nine into our screen. <laughs> It's one of those days. It's one of those days. Okay. Anyway. Um, um, Anyways. Also how she like. Wait. No, no, no. I'm finishing with that. Oh, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Okay. So she has her cash. She gets on the bus and she had to figure out how to take the bus. Um, And this old man who was sitting was like, here, take my seat. And (laughs) she's like, no, 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 no. Like, it's for you. And then she finally gets convinced to take the seat. And then her brain so quickly goes because he like moves a little when the bus is like stopping and everything and then she goes and now i'm at his funeral and i'm wearing i'm dressed in all black and i'm having to tell his family and friends and like all of his loved ones that he died because of me because i took the seat and and she had to like get off the bus because she was getting (laughs) so overwhelmed by this so he could like sit back in his seat and i just the way that in all of it happens so much throughout the book of like being out and about throughout the day or whatever and you see one thing and then the train of thought just fucking goes and all of a sudden you're you're picturing all of these and usually very catastrophic things Mm -hmm. definitely and i just related to that on such a such an intense level because we all got a little touch of the tism. So she she reads like an autistic character, right? She must be, right? Like I thought that was Is the that whole just point anxiety? of why I enjoyed this book so much. Yeah. I think there's so much overlap and I think nobody's ta- like people are talking about it now. There's yeah. so much overlap between being diagnosed early as like somebody who's got an anxiety depression. disorder and OCD. depression anxiety. and OCD and then finding out later in life that maybe it's just autism. Yeah. Like- <laughs> it covers all the bases. It's actually not five things it's one thing like it's crazy how when i was 16 and having panic attacks every time i was in a group of people or things were a little bit loud yeah (laughs) you know uh but uh, no she's definitely autistic coded for sure that was that was i i thought that was like the point of why you wanted me to read it i was like yeah (laughs) but it's not explicitly stated anywhere so it's like i think it is also really hard to be like "Mm, this is an autistic character read Eleanor Oliphant was complete, is complete, whatever. It's I don't completely fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's totally autistic. And then the author was like, no, she's not. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. She's just quirky. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. I was inspired by 500 Days of Summer to write this book. And- <laughs> <laughs> not for real. But um, I also loved like how, how committed to, to the anxiety bit, uh, that Gilda is because even the way that she didn't get her her cast removed. Yep. <laughs> for like two, two extra weeks. No, was two like extra that. Weeks. Oh, was it yeah. two extra weeks? Okay. Yeah. Like, fam, fam, yeah. please. Also, what is more um, relatable than her thinking that she's going to a therapy session and then the father jeff or whatever being like oh are you here for the job thing she's like yeah and then she keeps the job she keeps she needed a job i would have done the same so thing oh uh, you could not pay me literally to work in a church but yeah okay oh, i would so do that <laughs> i think that would be such an interesting i love that she was like oh my god in the part where she was like reading leviticus yeah. and she was like there are a lot of male pronouns does that mean i'm like absol like this doesn't yeah. apply to me is there some loophole like I don't know, and um, 
so many things. The way she's like so stepping funny. through the the threshold into the church and being like, "Well, nothing bad gonna... has happened so far. I'm I haven't spontaneously <laughs> combusted, so <laughs> he didn't smite me. So I think we're good." So funny. Um, I found it horrifying when she was entertaining, not entertaining, but kind of entertaining Giuseppe. that guy. Yeah, Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Also, what is that name? Yep. <laughs> um. I love her final blown up at him. Oh, yeah. No, same. I love how she texted a picture of him to her straight friend to be like, is is he he attractive? attractive? Yeah. Like, what would a straight person do in this scenario? How do I operate as a straight Catholic girl? (laughs) I also... uh, It was so... I also loved the search for mittens throughout the entire book. It was like... And then she would keep picturing these people dying and then mittens burning to death. And, like, yeah. all of these things. It was, I, I felt so seen by this book. <laughs> I think I, I, I do wish I had read the blurb because okay. I was, like... That doesn't happen often. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, really, I really like going in blind. But I genuinely... I felt that was my only thing with the book was I was like oh I was really enjoying everything and then we're like in the police station because like now she's being like it just got a little too far out there for me I was like oh yeah all of this is super believable and then this like what yeah um but but I think it also really demonstrated how hard it is to be someone with like a lot of mental baggage Mm mm-hmm in the real world because yeah she does seem a little off-putting to people not inside her head you know yeah, yeah. um so like if, i get i get how she looked suspicious kind of to everybody around her and, and the stuff. whole like continuing to act as grace yeah that was Rosemary. i was i was like girly <laughs> you can't good. do that <laughs> this is a bad idea but she got so overwhelmed with the idea of having to tell this lady that her friend was dead yeah she got it was so sad she couldn't make somebody else sad so i also understood that (laughs) i was really like oh is this kind of going thrillery and is it really gonna be like father jeff murdered this girl because that's kind of on par for most catholic churches but yeah you know but it wasn't and that was i guess Good, but the fact that she had to like stay under his bed for like four I know. hours, like <laughs> it's just so many little things that are like it takes a just the type of person that gets themselves in these situations. Yeah, it would, no, don't itch, no scratch. <laughs> Yoda, no. I'll send you a yeah. link for uh, an anti-itch spray. That works for Mo. Yeah, I need it. It's been your link. (laughs) It's been like a week and a half, and her ear hasn't healed. God damn it, bro! (laughs) It's frustrating, right? Like you feel like it's you, but it's not because it's them. (laughs) They're just being an asshole. I know. If I put a coat on her, she 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 would get that shit off in. A minute flat. Are you seeing how I've been feeling? Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then when I've taken Mo in, they like their their options are here's a seven hundred dollar steroid shot. Yeah. And he'll stop scratching for two weeks and then he'll just start again. Yeah. Or <laughs> or use this spray. And the spray works, but you have to do it like really consistently. 
Before we move on to discuss the rest of everyone in this room will someday be dead, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. All right, let's continue the conversation. Um, I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Oh, did, did this book not make you anxious? Like, it made me anxious. No. Okay, because, like, some of the things she was doing was making me anxious. Like, I was getting the, like, residual anxiety. The secondhand anxiety. <laughs> yeah, secondhand anxiety for some of the stuff she was doing. Like, uh, when she followed the creepy guy from her work home. Oh, Barney? Yeah, Barney. And then the daughter pulls up in the driveway. Yeah. And then there's, mm-hmm. like, all these reports that he's trying to make about, like, somebody was trying to break into his house. And when she makes the fake Facebook account. I was like, girl, girl, yeah. please <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. You're making me anxious. <laughs> I think maybe I was anxious the first time around. But since I, like, knew what everything was, yeah. this time, it didn't. Um, I really, I liked the dynamic and kind of, like, the, the shit with, not the shit. Because... Like the fr- the relationship she has with Eleanor was really frustrating in yeah. a lot of ways because Eleanor is like, I feel like you don't like me. Like I'm constantly texting. Yeah. You don't respond. I have no idea what's going through your head. Like, and then at, by the end, Eleanor realized like, or Gilda realized like you bought me Thin Mints and I don't <laughs> even know if you like Thin Mints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm so sorry I've been so mean to you. But in other ways, like the way she would watch movies and just love like just enjoyed it because she was watching Eleanor laugh Mm -hmm. and so it's like mental illness and relationships and like the things I don't know it was it was interesting watching that relationship kind of play out and um because it was like clear that she liked her but she also like couldn't be a good girlfriend Mm mm-hmm which was just, like very frustrating. Oh yeah, for sure. It was very frustrating because also, I think it's reminiscent of like I don't know when you're in like a a lull for yourself. Yeah. In, uh, like a mental health lull, and you feel like oh, God, I'm mentally responding to this text message from somebody who's not like one of my safe people, right? Yeah. But I can't actually do it. Like I just can't put on that. Yeah that front and like have a conversation or like commit to actually remembering these things and whatever. I think it's very like comparable to that. Um, yeah. But I it was the... also frustrating because you're like, Oh, I mean, well, Eleanor deserves to be understood exactly. and, and seen and treated even if, sweetly. <laughs> even if like the communication of like, Hey, I'm in a lull. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It's like even because mm-hmm. she was asking like Eleanor knew and she was like hey like you seem really quiet like have you been okay lately yeah. but Gilda would just be like yep yeah, no I'm fine everything's good and so it's like that's not the baseline of how their relationship could be this is like a bad yeah moment you know but Eleanor doesn't know that because Gilda is saying everything is fine yeah right I don't know and I that's like, why I really appreciated like when Eleanor comes over mm-hmm and sees the state of, of the apartment house. yeah the depression room times 10 right uh well because so gilda shoved all the dishes into her closet yeah so that eleanor wouldn't see them and then when Gild- when eleanor asked for water <laughs> gilda used a gatorade. used gatorade bottle to give her yeah. water 
which is like ouch yeah, <laughs> yeah. In there, I feel um maybe not to that extent but but yeah and like the broken mirror and everything but the mm-hmm. way Eleanor's like let's you know let's figure this out let's uh let's call literally it was like a lot of things in here are broken like we can fix them you know it reminded me very much of when <laughs> Maiden Lane when the light was out in the kitchen for, for how months. long <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to 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 do it. Call, yeah. Well, because they wanted me to go buy the light, and I was like, "What kind of super wants me to go buy the light?" Yeah, I don't want to go buy the light. You buy the light. What if I buy the wrong light? Yeah. How and did that I, get resolved? Did you go? You know? No, you did. It. I did it. <laughs> oh, I lived there for a week, and I was like, I can't not have a light. <laughs> I had no light in the kitchen for literally more than two months, for sure. And then For I, moved, sure. I moved. I don't remember we, fixing that. I don't know what you did, but it was fixed <laughs> after you moved. <laughs> I think I was drunk <laughs> the entire time I lived at Maiden Lane, so I don't remember. Retweet, to be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, but it really reminded me of that. Like, yeah. Just, you can't, you just keep putting this thing off. Mm hmm. Because you just don't want to do it. And it'll only take a second, you know? And it, you probably don't even have to do it to fix the issue, but... No. The, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, I... Also, the... Um, um, everything with Gilda's family. And like that was another storyline that I think Mm -hmm. I really appreciated. And Eli, and I don't know, it was just when her parents are texting texting her like, "We are being questioned by By the police police. about you. Please respond." Yeah, (laughs) did you do something? And then I love though that when her brother comes over and he's like knocking on the door and he whispers through the door, "If you did kill that woman, I'll help you. You like, just gotta I'll tell me. You. you just need to tell me what to say." <laughs> Which is like very, very much like a sibling thing. Like they yeah. were beefing the whole time, the whole book, except for in that moment. Essentially, it's like I got your back. You're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like, ah, oh, okay, that's cute. Uh, I'll commit a crime to cover your ass. Like, yeah. what do we gotta oh do? God. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. I was concerned about Eli. I think also uh, a lot, like I said, a lot of Gilda's anxiety was rubbing off on me. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah, when she would picture Eli dead in a ditch because he was drunk driving. Yeah. Or whatever. I was like, well, now I'm picturing <laughs> oh and the trauma that you're going to have to recover from. Yeah. <laughs> um. And also, like, him stealing her cash. Yeah. And like her parents' cash and her parents just not caring. I was like, that's so younger sibling. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that just so younger sibling can get away with anything? That kind of stuff. Eli's fine. He's such an angel. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And then they're like, like, Gilda's drunk. (laughs) Yeah. And then everything, blaming everything on Gilda. Yep. Or Gilda does one thing not the way they would do it. And it's like, hmm. You're the worst child ever. <laughs> yep. You should really reevaluate your life. I'm like, oh. wow, I need to go back to therapy. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, I, I was glad that, you know, everything was resolved in the end with Grace's death. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that it was like, 
essentially euthanasia. It wasn't like this nurse was actually murdering people. No, yeah. <laughs> that made me feel better. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, they acknowledged that Gilda didn't do it and the mm-hmm. nurse, like, admitted to what was going on. I was like, thank God, because I was getting really nervous that Gilda was going to have to exist in a prison cell, though she might honestly benefit from not being able to break things, having things that, like, would be fixed for her. Honestly, and just like being Fourth isolated, like yeah. being isolated from everything else about in the it. world. Maybe that's what. She, maybe she really yes. does need a little grippy sock vacation. She might need a little grippy. Don't we all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was glad that like she didn't get you know get put away for something like that. that, that yeah. She didn't do. And I was very relieved at the end with the meowing, and then they find. You're alive! Uh, like, the last line is, like... <laughs> I, I really liked that. The Mittens ends up being alive. It's, like, that little bit of hope. Not not looking yeah. at everything in this room will someday be dead. And yeah. instead seeing, like, oh, my God, this cat survived and it's still alive. Right. Yeah. Right. It was very bookends-y, you know? I know. And I think this book needed it because of everything yeah. else that yeah, for happened. Real. Yeah. I'm telling you, what I, when you were like, oh, it's funny. And I was Sorry. like, oh, okay, it's going to be funny. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Sammy, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, drama, drama. But it made sense. Why? Because it was it was funny. But yeah. I was like, oh, it was this kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I had to get there. I had to yeah. understand. <laughs> See, I think all of the moments that made you really anxious made me laugh. <laughs> What does that say about us right now? I don't know. <laughs> See, like, I just couldn't help than being like, I do that, you know? Like, Yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you. I think I was more like, oh, God, I, I do that. <laughs> like, like, more, oh, no. <laughs> it was more introspective for me. Like, you know, just being like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Is that severe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now I see it from the outside. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I love all of her, like, random questions, too, that just seem oh, yeah. to come out of nowhere. But it's because there's so much going on in her head mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. And then Very she just... stream of consciousness. Yeah. But, like, and... where is this thought taking me now? <laughs> I know. And then she'll say, like, one question out loud. And everyone around her is like, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. Like, even at the end of, like, I think they were talking about, like, if scientists were to find on another planet like apes or a pig, that would be the most miraculous. <laughs> like, yeah. we would think that is the most just magnificent being to ever exist and all this stuff like I don't just like the little different perspectives and like little things that you wouldn't that only a neurodivergent brain could think of (laughs) truly for sure for sure no it was it was very funny it was very much like relatable in all the ways you're afraid to look at on a day to day basis you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. What did you what did you rate it when you when you finished it? I think I finished it and I was like five stars. This was fantastic. This was mm-hmm. me at my most mentally ill in a book. <laughs> like and I just like I loved the like pretending to not be a lesbian in the Catholic Church. And like I loved that whole too anxious to like 
get yourself out of a situation can't disappoint people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i think this time around i would do like 4.5 i think the first time it hit a lot harder yeah than this second time but i still i still love this book and i still maybe i should like i truly just saw this as like this is fucking hilarious um and i've i've just been (laughs) recommending this book left and right maybe i should look hey look up because definitely look up trigger warnings i I would definitely say to tell people to look up the trigger warnings okay so (laughs) i'll do that from now on but yeah because i was like oh okay i'm glad i'm in a happy mood yeah (laughs) my bad (laughs) it's okay it's okay um, I, I think it was really good. Again, I, I think if I had read the blurb, yeah, then the whole twist with the grace stuff would have been like, okay, I saw that coming. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't, I thought it was just like, oh, whatever, 20-somethings coming of age, like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a deep dive into your tism <laughs> kind of vibe. Right. You know? Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, weird murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. That's um, fair. For that reason, when I read it, I was like, okay, this was like a four. It was it okay, was funny. Yeah. It, it was, I felt seen. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it, but it also made me anxious. So I think that was like where I docked some points. Like, Point, it, yeah. not in the fact that like, not for like the content, because that doesn't really make me anxious. But like the, I don't know, these are things, <sighs> the things she was doing was making me anxious. Right. But I understood why she was doing them, which was making yeah. me more anxious. Yeah. It was a it was a vicious cycle. Um, but in I, a good way. <laughs> I do think I think I have a thought. I don't know if this makes sense. On the whole, like at the end it came out of nowhere and now she's a murder suspect. Yeah. Is because like that's so consistent though with how she just accidentally stumbles in yeah. to like very bad <laughs> situations. Yeah. Because she cannot speak up and like she gets paralyzed by this. Mm-hmm. Like, she so easily could have been like, no, of course I didn't kill Grace. This is this, 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 and this. But she was just so overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, she's also very in her head, which is why she stumbles into those situations. Right. She'll be like, you know, absolutely on a tirade in her mind. And then it's like, oh, the next door neighbor's house is on fire. Right. Right. Like, there probably were signs leading to that. But because she's so inside herself. She's not noticing these things mm-hmm. or like the whole thing, even when everything blows up with Eleanor being like, you have a you've had a boyfriend this whole time. Mm-hmm. She was so in her head about that, that she was like, why well, didn't even consider the fact that like, <laughs> yeah, this would come out and look like that. I was just trying to be a good fake Catholic girl, you know, yeah. like <laughs> I'm a lesbian. <laughs> it was nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so I think like. For sure, it does. It is consistent, like you said, with like she absolutely would get herself into a situation, like yeah, without even noticing, without no. seeing the signs, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So, what'd you okay. say? Four point five. Four point two five. So, so four point two five. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really fair. I think that this I was definitely a fun read. I'm glad I did read it. It was fun once I realized how the fun was supposed. <laughs> what kind of fun you signed up for? Yeah. <laughs> like okay what and then i was okay 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 (laughs) i see where we're what we're doing that's fine don't worry uh i'm no i'm glad uh that you suggested it i'm glad that you liked it i had i was looking on my um i have like a notes app note Uh 
that I have had since 2021 of like every time I go to Powell's these are the books I'm looking for mm-hmm. and I've had everyone in this room will someday be dead on that list literally since like 2021 but I guess I like never picked it up or they didn't have it at the time I don't mm-hmm. know I literally have like the room it's in written <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like I used the little search thing while I was in there and I was like I can't find it <laughs> who, who would have known here we are finally two years later <laughs> Reading the book. (laughs) Wait, I want to look. Okay, so the reading on Goodreads is 3.87. Okay, why? Um, Probably because uh, holistic people read it. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Had reviews. Um, 4443. This book is kind of unhinged in an anxious kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, it may be anxious, so I get it. I get it. Um, the exact opposite of escapism. Reading this book yeah. was like living in my head intensified. Yeah, maybe that's where I felt like that's this. It. <laughs> that's what it oh is. Oh my god. Someone said, ouchie, this book. <laughs> Depressing, mundane, and chaotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But like, you know, Gilda being an atheist lesbian was pretty on par. I was like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. We love that. <laughs> I just representation for the girls who went to the emergency room for chest pains. The first time I had a panic attack was in high school. It was in uh, AP Environmental Science. Oh no! And I was like, "Am I having a heart attack?" I was literally texting my mom because you know we had we had the same teacher for that class. Yes, different years, but whatever. I was literally, like, hiding my phone under the lab counters, yeah, texting yeah. my mom, being like, Mom, I think I'm, like, having Dying. a heart attack or something. My heart is beating so fast. Like, I feel like I can't breathe. And da-da-da. My mom picked me up and handed me a Xanax. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she was like, this is your first panic attack. It's okay. Aww. You'll probably have more. <laughs> I was like, good. <laughs> and then came the heavily medicated time. Yeah. <laughs> then came the zombie years, as we refer to Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I love, somebody put a quote. I sit a martyr for this child's happiness while she draws with a red permanent marker all over my new cast. She keeps accidentally drawing on my skin and on my clothes. When she finishes, I ask her what it is she drew, and she tells me it's a dog. I look down and examine what appears to be a drawing of a penis with eyes and sigh. Someone says she's just like me, for real. Yeah, I just, I think so many things with her, like, she goes through life and things happen to her like life happens yeah. to her mm-hmm. and very few things she actively participates in with conscious thought <laughs> and yeah like mm-hmm. i decided this for myself right right yeah a lot of people were saying that they just they related to her struggles with anxiety but they couldn't understand her and i'm like yeah that's definitely because she's got the tism it's the tism part it's it's wholly um like unrelatable and almost unbelievable for people who don't experience it i feel yeah you know what i mean like they can just not understand that that's really how your brain works that's really how you think like that's yeah that's really it Mm -hmm. which i think is you know i think part of the point of this book i think you're right the people who didn't like it are neurotypical yep yep well do you have any further comments I think that's all. Thank you for reading the book I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the point of this thing. <laughs> I know. That's true. 
still feel the need to think <laughs> reading before the books, it. The, reading the books that we like, because that's the thing. It's also uh, just friendship, Sammy. <laughs> I know, you don't have to thank me. It's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything's oh, fine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this was an unhinged episode. It was. It really was. Um. Okay. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. I'm crying. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes, or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. The cats are looking at me like I'm insane. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is Spare by Prince Harry. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. It's funny that he's like, it's really Prince Harry. I know. When I I was looking at the cover, I was like, you don't have to like, you know, what? (laughs) Like, you're name dropping yourself. Wow. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs)